We're live with the I Am ASI radio show, coming to you from the KSSU station at Sac State every Tuesday from 2 to 3 p.m. All right, welcome back, everybody. My name is Donna, Basic Tech Walters, and we have the DJ Gabster over here. What up, everybody? We are back for our, what is this, our fifth show, fourth show? I have no idea. (laughs) They all kind of run together, don't they? Well, you know, it is the end of February, uh, which means that this is our last episode that we are going to be highlighting the government office for ASI. Um, What we've done, just to kind of catch you all up to speed for now, we introduced you to the ASI Board of Directors and gave you a little information about student government. We also tapped into some of our programs and services that ASI offers. We spoke with director Sasha Smirnova over at ASI Peak Adventures, uh, learned a little bit about what they have to offer. And then we also were able to speak with the ASI executive director, Sandra Gallardo, uh, and she is over in the student government office as well. So we learned a little bit about both of those departments. Also, we talked a bit about Buzz the Ballot. Um, We had our uh, a little discussion on you know what primary elections are when they're coming up where you can go to vote how you can vote uh, we gave a little bit of an insight onto our voting center and um, today we're just gonna dive a little deeper and chat with our CSSA liaison Alyssa Lee and our ASI president Christian Lundaverde. After that, we're going to play a game where Alyssa and Christian are going to match up against each other and answer questions about ASI. So today should be a pretty amazing show. It's very exciting. Keep in mind, everybody, if you miss podcasts that have been aired in the past, they are listed under the podcast dropdown on the KSSU website, so go check them out. If you have any questions about the information we've talked about on these podcasts, please don't hesitate to email us or to send us a direct message on our Instagram. We are available to you. Always, always, always. So yes, or you can also visit us on the third floor of the government office. Uh, It's in the Union Building. Yes, please, directly above the store. And I th- <laughs> right, and I think it's like, what, room 3205? I don't know. We just work there. 3150? So. 3150? 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. No, it's 3205. So. Anyway, it's you can, you look, at us, look us up on uh, the ASI website. Um, go to csus.edu. You can type in ASI search, and you will find all of our information there. Um, but, yeah, let's go ahead and get started. So, first, I would like to introduce... Our CSSA liaison, Alyssa Lee. Alyssa, thank you so very much for coming in. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about who you are, meaning like, what is your role with ASI? So I am the CSSA liaison, as Donna just said, and I, so in that capacity, I serve the ASI student government as an advisor to the ASI board of directors. So I'm not a voting member per se on the ASI board, but I do advise so I can talk during board meetings and I attend every single board meeting as part of my position. I am also the vice chair of our lobby core committee, which is an internal ASI committee that focuses on state and federal policy advocacy in higher education. And then in CSSA, the Cal State Student Association, I serve as the secondary voting member to the CSSA Board of Directors, and CSSA is basically a policy advocacy group that spans the entire CSU system, so it's kind of like CSU-wide student government, and um, I, within CSSA, I sit on the Legislative Affairs Committee as vice chair, I sit on the Executive Committee, I sit on the Social Justice and Equity Committee, 
And I recently sat on the student trustee selection panel, which is over now because they've already finished their interviews. So Awesome. Well, it sounds like you do just an amazing amount for ASI and representing the students here on campus. How did you get started in CSSA and, and your position here as the liaison? So um, I applied for this job, I would say, like, like after... Um, after last spring, I guess. Okay. So, um, less than a year ago, I applied, like, kind of during the summer, and then I interviewed in either June or July, and then I attended my first CSSA plenary in July, actually. So, as soon as I got hired, I hopped right into this role, uh, because they were transitioning CSSA liaisons, so it was in the transition period between my predecessor and me. And so um, that's kind of how I got started in a nutshell, but I was thrown right into it. But um, it wasn't too overwhelming because um, I went with Christian to the July plenary, RASI president, and he had already been to a CSSA plenary, so he kind of knew what was going on. Um, and so I wasn't too overwhelmed since at least one of us knew what was going on because um, I had been thrown into it. But that's kind of how I got started. That's awesome. So what, what brought you actually to... ASI in general like what 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 about CSSA were you like hey I want to go and apply for that particular role so I I was already kind of part of ASI last year before I had this position so under the last executive vice president uh, Rachel Del Porto she had appointed me to chair of student relations committee another internal committee in ASI and so I already had some um interactions and experience within ASI and I thought to myself oh I'd love to be part of this on another in another capacity um, perhaps in the employment role um, and I saw that both the legislative affairs coordinator and CSSA liaison positions had been opened had opened up rather and so I actually applied both awesome. I thought that I wanted to be the legislative affairs coordinator like that originally was my first choice but then I interviewed for CSSA liaison and then got hired on got the offer um, and I was like and then during the interview, uh, my supervisor, Lisa, had told me that I get to travel once a month oh, that's so all throughout cool. California, and it's all <laughs> paid for, and, you know, like, um, I get to meet different people and, like, travel all the time, and so as soon as they said that in their interview, I was like, oh, I think this is what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. I love when you get to have specific uh, positions of employment where, you know, they pay for your travel, because then you get mm -hmm. to kind of go around and meet new people, see new things, yeah. and you don't have to spend a dime of your own money so it's kind of nice yeah and it's I mean it's it's all for good purpose right like I know it's student dollars but it's all very purposeful and we can get into that in a second when we talk more about CSSA but you know like it is quite a privilege and I'll never forget that so I'm very grateful to um, have this capacity to serve ASI and CSSA and um, serve as an employee as well because a lot of people in CSSA are actually um, elected to their posts on their campuses. That's true, yeah. And so you are a student here on campus as well. What is your major? I am a communication studies and political science double major. So I came in originally with the intent to be just communication studies. My emphasis in communications is interpersonal communication because I really like studying the way people talk to each other and the way people form relationships with one another. That's really something I like to study and write about. But, you know, after taking my intro to government course, I was like, wow, I really like this. Let me just, so I, I laid it all out. I was like, okay, well, if I take some summer courses here and there, you know, comms is 39 units, poli size 39 units, I need 120 to graduate. I can do this. So I just 
added on PolySci and it was the best decision I've ever made because it opened so many doors for me. That's really cool. And so like now this experience, uh, you know, kind of helps you better understand some of your political science courses and coursework material, things of that nature, gives yeah. you that experience, gives you that way into the uh, the industry itself. Because, you know, with these environments that you, and the CSSA meetings that you attend, you know, you really do have a lot of opportunities to meet uh, student leaders from other places, along with people from like the chancellor's office, mm -hmm. let's say, for example. So it's mm -hmm. pretty cool. So Alyssa and I actually, um, uh, I think it was last weekend, Valentine's weekend, we ended up driving down to San Luis Obispo <laughs> together. It was quite an adventure. Um, I thought it was amazing. Bless her heart. She dealed with, she was dealing with my snoring the whole weekend. So that was phenomenal. And, okay, uh, <laughs> I snore too. I snore too. Full disclosure, I snore too. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's true. <laughs> But, you know, it was it was a blast. And, you know, at first, um, neither one of us really like long distance driving, uh, which we were both, you know, complaining about driving such long distance the entire time. However, at the same time, you know, the conversations that we were able to have and during the drive, during the drive mm -hmm. and, and the music that we were able to listen to and just, you know, the whole experience as a whole was really amazing. And it was just so much fun. It didn't feel like it was five hours of driving. It really just felt like, hey, you know what? This is a cool little road trip adventure. Um, so I, I definitely would do that again. Now, um, let's kind of talk a little bit about what CSSA does for the CSUs and, you know, maybe some of their priorities that they're working on right now. Yeah. So the Cal State Student Association, CSSA, we are a policy advocacy group. And so each campus, um, so we have the board of directors within CSSA and that board of directors is the final decision making part of CSSA that supports bills, writes resolutions, the final approval stage of anything that we do within CSSA and anything we decide to do as an organization. And so for the board of directors, each of the 23 CSU campuses have a main and an alternate voter. So there's two people per campus on the board of directors. Um, they can switch off as much as they'd like. It just depends on like what they want to do. But um, only those two can vote on the board of directors, right? And so there's full representation of all 23 CSUs, and um, CSSA is actually recognized by both the Chancellor's Office and the California State Legislature as the recognized voice of CSU students. So we do serve in that capacity as the voice of CSU students, and it's our job, um, much like our student government here um, on campus, our ASI student government, um, as the recognized voice of students for the CSU system, just like Sac State ASI is the recognized voice of Sac State students, right? And so we just do our best to represent each campus, at, um, each of our campuses in the at the table of like the conversations that we have. Like if we're going to support a bill at the California State Legislature that pertains to higher education or, you know, like recently we talked about AB 1460, which is an ethnic studies requirement bill. We've been having conversations about that. Um, and, you know, like it's our job to represent our campuses. So speaking of that bill, there was something that recently came out um, where, you know, the board of directors that are over at the CSSA um, really wanted to get some feedback from all of the CSUs. So tell us a little bit about that feedback form that you have, when it's due, and um, how students can participate if they want to. Yeah, so it's actually the the academic senate of the entire CSU that has asked CSSA to take these forms back to each of their respective campuses in an effort to get feedback from their own students on whether they whether or not they would um, want an ethnic studies GE requirement um, 
be implemented on their campuses. I know that Sac State already has their own. We have a race and ethnicity requirement, but um, some campuses don't. And so that's why they're asking these questions. And so I have that form um, for anyone who wants to fill it out, who's interested in um, the topic of ethnic studies becoming a GE requirement. I'm happy to send that out. I've sent it out to our own ASI board of directors and they can disseminate it as well. But I do, if any students are interested in filling out that form of feedback, I do need it back by um, February 26th. I know that's tomorrow, but you know, like if you are interested, I can definitely get that to you or one of our board of directors can. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that I sent it out um, to the Office of Student Engagement for all of the College of Business students to take a look at. So please keep an eye on your ma your email boxes um, and uh, you should be seeing that here, here pretty soon. So if you have any questions about you know, or want to uh, provide your feedback on if ethnic studies should be a requirement through all CSUs, uh, please let us know. Absolutely. What, what else is uh, CSSA working on right now? Um, so our next plenary, and plenary is just another word for a monthly meeting um, in CSSA. So every month we meet at a different CSU. And so our next plenary meeting for March will actually be here on campus at Sac State. And um, the agenda hasn't been posted yet, so I don't exactly know what's going to be discussed. I just know that CHESS, the California Higher Education Student Summit, uh, will be hosted here for CSSA. Um, it's also a plenary, and it will involve training students who attend on how to advocate at the California State Capitol, how to um, participate in policy advocacy, and how to represent the student voice at that table. And so that will be a really fun time. It's three days, so it'll be super exhausting, but super worth it. And um, hopefully if you applied for the chess scholarship, you've already heard back and know that you're going. Awesome. So when when is the chess conference? It is, it's March, I think 7th through 9th. Yeah. So it starts on the 7th, March 7th, which is a Saturday. That's actually the plenary. So only CSSA um, board members and will probably attend that one, but we do have the reception afterwards. So from 5 to 6.30, we'll have our chess reception. And I, th I believe that whoever applied to the chess scholarship and heard back um, that they were accepted will be attending the chess reception on that day. Awesome. And then all day on Sunday, March 8th, will be, it's basically like an 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. day. It's a super long day, but We'll be training everyone on how to take um, meetings with legislators, how to advocate at the California State Capitol for for student rights and needs, whatever we're going to be focusing on, and um, so people, things so of people, the like. People can actually go to the State Capitol as a group, yes. and they're going to lobby for certain things? Yeah, so our big focus this year is fixed financial aid. So um, I know a lot of our students here at Sac State are Cal Grant students. And um, our biggest push is to reform the Cal Grant because that's a California state issue, right? Like Pell Grant is federal, so that's a little bit trickier. But our focus is fixed financial aid and um, fixing the Cal Grant. So there's actually a bill right now at the California State Capitol, AB 1314, authored by Assembly Members Medina and McCarty, that seeks to reform the entire Cal Grant because there's a lot of barriers with the current Cal Grant, right? Like time out of high school is a barrier. Like if you've taken too much time out of, off of high school before you decide to go to college, you're automatically not eligible for Cal Grant. If you are over a certain age, like, you know, like 
Um, I don't actually exactly know the age, but you know, like over like a certain my age, age, probably because I, I I don't qualify. So <laughs> don't out yourself. <laughs> oh, I already did a couple you're episodes fine, ago. You're fine. No, but but it's unfortunate, right? Because like you know, a lot of people, regardless of age, need aid to go back to school or to go to school in whatever stage in their life that they're at. And so um, we just want to remove those barriers because we do feel like higher education should be more accessible. And to make it more accessible, you need to provide more aid for students who otherwise can't afford it. And so our big push this year is to fix financial aid because not only are, you know, there are barriers for quote unquote non-traditional students, which I hate. I hate that phrase, but you know, like. <laughs> I'm not fond of it either. Don't worry. Yeah. You know, you, but you know what I'm talking about when I say that, right? Mm -hmm. And then like um, also just affordability, like. Regardless of your age, affordability for higher education is a huge issue right now, and basic needs come from that because as the cost of living rises in California, it becomes harder to afford to live and go to college and pay for tuition, pay for books, and pay for your basic needs like food and housing. So that's so, our big push. So when we go um, out to the state capitol, what is the main focus that we're looking at? Like, let's say for people that are not involved in mm -hmm. uh, governmental affairs or not mm -hmm. involved in politics that, you know, don't really know anything about um, legislation. Mm -hmm. you, what exactly in, in, let's say, very simple, basic terms are people going to be doing? We are going to be meeting with legislators to tell them why financial aid needs to be fixed okay. in simple terms. So, like, we're going to talk about, like, a good thing to be talk about is, like, personal stories or stories of friends that you know. Like if you know a friend that gets Cal Grant, but it's simply not enough to cover their basic needs, tuition and books, stuff like that. Or like your friend that might live in her car, you know, like it's important to tell those stories of students who are struggling to show why the issue is so prevalent and to show why the Cal Grant and financial aid in general just need to be reformed. And we need to give more aid to more students. Absolutely. Well, I'm so glad that you all are, you know, really working hard to, to represent the student voice and, and try to fix the financial aid. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's such a long battle, but, you know, thank you so much for, for making sure that, that you guys are fighting the good fight. So um, any, any, before we wrap up with, with your interview here, um, are there any last comments that you want to give our listeners if maybe they're interested in um, taking on a position like this or working with the Office of Governmental Affairs? Um, what, what kind of words of advice do you have? I would say take advantage of every opportunity that comes your way, especially if, um, you know, like a few of us are graduating in the ASI Office of Governmental Affairs, so these positions will open up very soon. So I would be on the lookout for those job applications on the ASI website if you're interested in doing something like um, what I do in my capacity. Or if you want to run for the board of directors, that's another way to do it as well. Absolutely. And, and elections are coming up here pretty soon. Mm -hmm. So, Alyssa, thank you so very much. I no uh, really appreciate you coming in. We're going to take just a very quick commercial break, and we will be back to talk with our ASI president, Christian Landa Verde. Biking is one of the most convenient and effective ways to get to school. But whether you have a road bike, mountain bike, or cruiser, wear and tear can make your ride slow and unsafe. Does your bike sound like this? Or like this? Did you just get a flat tire? At the ASI Peak Adventures Bike Shop, Students can receive all types of bike service and maintenance from highly qualified mechanics. Visit Peak Adventures Bike Shop and get your bike riding smooth and steady all semester long. 
Yeah. And I am here with our ASI president, Mr. Christian Landaverde. Christian, how are you? Hello, everyone. I'm doing pretty good. Thank you, Donna. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So glad that you're here with us today. Thank you so much for coming out. I know you are always super, super busy. <laughs> so we very much value the time that you spend with us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself. What is your major? And tell us a little bit about your role. Okay, so as Donna said, my name's Christian Landaverde. This is my fourth year here at Sac State. I'm a political science major with a minor in philosophy. Um, a lot of my interests come around political science stuff and other civic engagement activities. So that's pretty much um, how I like to use the role as ASI president to try to engage our students to be as involved as they can in our community and try to make a difference for everyone. That's awesome. So why political science? Um, it just really caught my attention seeing how the legislative process takes place and just seeing how in a democracy that we live in, we can impact people, the lives of many people just with casting a ballot or showing up to a rally or visiting an office and, and you know, just speaking about, you know, in your day to day life, um, some of the things that concern you, whether it be a pothole or something major like completely reforming financial aid. Um, it's just really a really interesting subject, a lot that you can do with it, and just something that catches my attention. That's awesome. And so tell me your ma your minor again? Uh, philosophy. Philosophy. Okay, so why the philosophy? Why did you decide to compare – or not compare, but combine those <clears throat> two uh, those two subjects together? Um, so this all started when I took an undergraduate ethics class in philosophy. And there was a section in the course where we talked about ethics of policy and lawmaking – and ethics of public service. So it's just something that really caught my attention. And, and I think there is a level of integrity and ethics that come with being a public servant and trying to be in the public sector. And being the case that that's something that I want to do, I thought being as strong as I can in understanding philosophy, understanding certain principles when making decisions or when writing policy or when evaluating laws, um, I thought it would really come in handy. So basically what you're saying is, is that you wanted to be able to use Jedi mind tricks to tell the legislators that they need to reform the financial aid. Correct. That's, <laughs> you got it right on the dot. Uh, yeah. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. So um, tell us about your journey on the road to becoming the ASI president, because this is a really prestigious position. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I've been pretty involved on campus since my freshman year. Um, I was active in the residential hall. Um, association specifically um, in my hall council which was Sutter um, at the same time my freshman year I joined my fraternity Sigma Alpha Epsilon shout out to them woo woo. Um, got involved took minor leadership positions um, started getting involved more at a university level with Sigma Alpha Epsilon and city and uh, pardon me um, hall council um, with SAE uh, I was nominated to be the Interfraternity Council Delegate, so I represented my chapter on the council that represents all um, social men, Greek organizations here at Sac State. Um, eventually, I went on to be elected Executive Vice President of the Interfraternity Council and then President of the Interfraternity Council. At the same time, my sophomore year, um, 
I was working in a similar role, a similar capacity to that of Alyssa. I served as the ASI Legislative Affairs Coordinator. One of my first tasks was um, helping with the campaign, uh, fund the CSU, trying to get full funding for the CSU under Governor Jerry Brown. And it was, there was a potential tuition hike that year. So my main goal was to try to stop the tuition increase and try to get state funding. Um, towards middle of spring of 2018, when I was a legislative affairs coordinator, I decided that I want to have a more firsthand role in the decision-making process with ASI. So I decided to run for the director of social sciences and interdisciplinary studies, okay. which is my college. Um, I won the seat, did a year um, as SIS director, and then I felt like it was time that I contributed something outside of my college and contributed to the whole university. And I decided to spread my ideas around campus and run for ASI president. And fortunately, the students and myself had a similar vision and they, uh, they trusted me with their vote. And here I am today. That's awesome. So what is your favorite thing about being the ASI president? The best thing about ASI president or being ASI president is really the connections that you get to have around campus, whether with administrators or different students. Um, I'm just always at a variety of different meetings, whether it be um, just something super minor and internal with ASI, with just our own board members, or whether it be something like in September when the lieutenant governor came to campus and I had the opportunity and privilege to speak with her. Um, there are a lot of perks to be an ASI president. Um, really, I like listening to students' feedback and just sharing what they bring to me. Um, my whole campaign and pretty much how I see government is that it exists to represent people's interests and it's really there to serve them and just assist them in helping uh, make a positive impact in their lives instead of creating barriers. Um, that's just how I see government. Student government, same thing. Um, it's really just, I guess, those principles that I learned in my philosophy classes that really motivate me to do what I do and just try to make a difference in my community. That's awesome. So, so that's those are some of the the positives, right? Yeah. What have what's been like the most challenging thing for you transitioning into this ASI presidential role? Um, well, being ASI president can pretty much it can become a full time job. There there is a lot of requirements that come with the position. Um, you have your office hours. You have um, classroom presentations, um, attending campus events, the regular requirements that every board member has. But then you also have more where there's there's entities from all across the campus that want to hear what you have to say, want to hear what the students are thinking, and they see you as the, the first direct link to students. So they approach you um, asking for feedback. So there are always a lot of committee meetings. Um, if you want to run for ASI president, be pretty much prepared to move in on campus part-time. Um, <laughs> Set up a little cot in your office, yeah, you, you know. <laughs> you will be here a lot. Um, as ASI president, you get the privilege um, to go with our CSA liaison and represent our students on the board of directors at CSSA. Um, that's always really fun, but it can be tiring since it's a whole weekend. Um, you know, if you have, if you have midterms, um, if you have papers due, having to spend a whole weekend making decisions can kind of sometimes uh, 
impede on your study hours, but <laughs> so basically you have to find a really yes. good balance and, and be able to know how to schedule yourself out. Yeah. Sometimes even like a, a week or two in advance, just Correct. to make sure that you're meeting all of your deadlines. Correct. Being, being a side president is, is pretty much about time management. Um, cause you, you really got to know where it is that you need to be, um, when, and just being prepared to, to answer some questions usually. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can completely understand that. So when, um, you know, different organizations have different roles and responsibilities for the president um, and, you know, vice president, right? Because you and, and Jen uh, ran together in, yeah. in what we call a slate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're running together in the slate and, and you, you guys are really the only um, – uh, party that are able to do that. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay. So, um, all the rest of the directors, myself included, Gabby, uh, we all had to run individually when we mm-hmm. campaigned last year. And, um, but you know, Christian and Jen ran together because they are president and executive vice president. Um, so when we're looking at meetings and this is kind of where different organizations come into play, um, how does ASI determine your role in these meetings versus Jen's role? Um, so the directors of roles are laid out in the operating roles of ASI. Um, we have our bylaws, which are incorporated. And if we want to amend them, we have to amend them through a whole campus-wide vote. Um, and that's really the bare bone structure for ASI, what gives it authority, just what establishes ASI. Um, below that are the operating roles, specifically kind of the rules of how ASI, board of directors, um, the committees that they're a part of uh, ASI internally, how they operate. Um, that really determines um, what the role of the president and the executive vice president are. For the most part, the president, um, as a representative of 31,000 students here at Sacramento State, it is almost an external facing position where um, you're really there to help make decisions um, with administrators, um, with the CSU, um, and some of the larger ASI community, like committees working with the executive director um, and the executive team. Um, the executive vice president, on the other hand, takes a more internal role, really operating the ASI board of directors' day-to-day activities and making sure that everyone's um, being held accountable and making sure that students are being properly represented and that their directors are being um, transparent, they're, they're being proactive, and they're they're available should students need them. That's yeah. awesome. So, so if I understand this correctly, um, just to simplify the terms here, so your role is is basically the face of Sac State when it comes to student representation. Correct. Okay, yes. and then Jen's role would be really more um, the the person behind the scenes that's kind of ensuring that everything is coming together on the appropriate schedule. Uh, so she runs the meetings and she makes sure that all makes sure that all the directors are, you know, um, being assisted if they need help with something, uh, something to that effect. Yes. Perfect. Yes. yes. Jen's really there um, to be a resource for our board members. Awesome. So what do you think it takes to be a good president for ASI? Um, what it takes to be a good president for ASI like what kind me, of what kind of qualities do you think that a person should have? The top three that come to mind are servant leadership, integrity, and commitment. And the reason that I say those is servant leadership because you're not here to serve your own interests. You're here to serve the interests of the people that put you in this position of power. Integrity, 
because there is a very important level of decision making that these positions put you in and you need to be able to be honest and sincere and genuine when making these decisions and always taking other people's um, circumstances into account and being uh, fully anal analytical of situations. Um, so I think the word integrity really encompasses that. Um, and then finally, I'd mentioned committed because again, this is ASI president is a very, very, very time intensive job. Um, there's a lot of people, a lot of campus entities, organizations, departments that kind of want something from you, right? They want to hear what the students are saying and you provide them that direct representation. Like if they need a student feedback, um, they know that either you can give it to them or you can point them in the direction of a student that can give it to them. Um, so those three qualities really, really are essential for being ASI president in that order. If there needed to be one, servant leadership is the most important thing of being ASI president. That's awesome. Thank you so much for that great feedback. So I have one more question before we kind of wrap up with this interview and then we're going to go on to our game. Um, so if you, you know, if you want to leave like a, a last thought to all of our student listeners out there, all of our listeners, period, uh, what would you want to say to them? Um, well, what I want to say is I think sometimes ASI elections, um, students are always busy. Sometimes it doesn't seem that important to vote in ASI elections, but I really do encourage um, everyone listening to this, students, um, to go out and vote in, during the ASI elections. Voting is really important. Um, a lot of the, the interests that you share with students, um, the board is able to, you know, go down to the Capitol, take stances, um, advocate for the issues that are most important to you. So I think that's why voting and making sure that the people in these positions are the people that are representing your interests and the, they're people that you know are there to serve you, us as students here at Sacramento State. Awesome. Well, that's so fantastic. Christian, thank you so much again for thank joining you, us. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was so much fun to have you on the show. Hopefully you'll be able to come back again. And um, what we're going to do is we're going to take one more quick break and then we'll bring Alyssa back in here. We're going to match them up uh, against each other and uh, we'll see who the better CSSA or ASI representative is. from our little commercial break and I am here with Christian and Alyssa we are going to head off onto a little game here um, so basically I'm going to ask a question and in order to answer this question you will need to buzz in by calling out your name so Gabster over here is going to be our referee so she'll determine who ends up speaking out first and whoever can get the most questions right at the end of this wins. Does that make sense? Are we all clear? Yep. All right. Ready to go? Yeah. Okay. So first question, what does CSA, CSSA stand for? Christian. Alyssa. Ooh, Alyssa. The Cal State Student Association. Ding, ding. All right. So Alyssa gets one point. Gabster, you have to keep, you have to keep score. <laughs> All right, so question number two. How many California State University campuses are part of the CSSA? Alyssa. Christian. Oh, Alyssa. 23. 
Oh, good job. All right, two to zero. Come Christian, on, Christian go. Yeah, you got to catch up. All right, true, true or false? California State Student Association works to ensure that students are at the forefront of higher education policy. Christian. Oh, so Christian. Yes. Is that true or false? Oh, true. All right, perfect. Thank you. Uh, all right, question number four. True or false? Every month, an assembly of CSU student leaders meet to discuss issues surrounding higher education in order to find solutions to improve the college experience for students. Alyssa. Oh, Al Alyssa. Oh. <laughs> Christian. True. That is true. <laughs> Christian, that was a little bit late there. They don't meet in December. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, but Gabster's the referee over here. I don't know. What do you think, Gabster? Uh, too much pressure. Pass. Thank you. Next question. <laughs> All right. So we are at three to one right now. Okay. Question number five. What are the main advocacy efforts that Cal State Student Association focuses on? Alyssa. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Fixing financial aid and uh, focusing on college affordability. Ah, those could be some things, but there are two main advocacy efforts that are listed on their website. Can I try again? No, Christian's turn. Christian, come on, Christian. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess. Uh, fix financial aid and uh, basic needs. That is incorrect as well. So oh, that's what said. literally what I said. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. That just means he was listening, right? Yeah. So the two main advocacy efforts listed on the Cal State Student Association's website are state and federal and system wide. So two, two main, but that's okay. Cause you guys were, were just diving into the details there. Yeah. As the referee, yeah. that one was a confusing question. Thank you. Okay. I, I guess I'm fired on that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we are at three to one. The next one pertains to ASI student government. So we'll see, we'll see how this, how this fares out. What does ASI stand for? Christian. Christian. ASI stands for Associate Students Incorporated. All right. That's Sacramento State. That's Sacramento State. Okay. Uh, question number two. When and where does the ASI Board of Directors meet? Alyssa. Ooh, that was Alyssa. <laughs> when and where? Every Wednesday from 2 to 5 p.m. It could be till 5. Sometimes it ends earlier in the Green and Gold Room in the State Union. I mean, the Sacramento State Union. Oh, all right. I like how she was very, very specific on there. Sometimes it doesn't go until 5 o'clock. Nice job. You got the answer right. Uh, okay, ding, important deadlines. If someone wanted to run for office, when will they need <clears throat> to submit their application by? Christian. Christian. March 13th. What time? 4 p.m. Oh, good job, good job. All right, we are four to three. Alyssa is in the lead. Okay, question number four. What is the only ASI board position that can, ru that can run in a slate? Christian. Alyssa. Christian. The ASI president and executive vice president. Excellent. We are tied up. Oh, nice comeback. All right. So remind us, what is a slate? A slate is simply a ticket um, of two individuals um, in this situation. All right. All right. We're tied up four to four. This is game point. I might have a bonus one. We'll <laughs> see. Who are your two favorite ASI board members slash radio show hosts slash directors? Alyssa, Easy. both of you can answer. Alyssa first. Gabby and Donna. Oh, okay. What do you say, Christian? I'm, I'm gonna have to say Donna and Gabby. Oh, I, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of <laughs> like that. That's, that's I kind of like Christian's answer there. All right, no, but for real, here's the real tiebreaker. What catchphrase does President Nelson use at the end of every speech? Alyssa. <clears throat> Alyssa. Gosh, 
Sac no. State is number one. Stingers up. Woo! Uh, All right, and Alyssa is the one on one chicken yeah. dinner. <laughs> well, thank you so much, you guys. Really, really appreciate you being on the show today. Um, Gabster and I are going to go ahead and just do a quick recap before we end the show, but uh, really appreciate both of your times. Yeah. Alyssa, we Thanks will give you, you your ceremonial trophy um, that I'll have to create <laughs> in my desk here in just a few moments or so, and we will put it on your desk. Thank so you. thank you so thank much, you, you guys, for coming out. Appreciate that. So um, just to kind of recap a little bit on, you know, what we did today, we were talking about uh, just, a, I guess, a recap of everything we talked about in February. Um, we introduced you to the ASI um, board president, Christian Landaverde, uh, our CSSA liaison, Alyssa Lee. If you have questions for either of them and, and anything that they're going through um, with their positions uh, at, at ASI, you're welcome to reach out to them at any time. Uh, we played a little game with them just to kind of see who would try over CSSA or ASI information. And um, yeah, you know, I, I think that we're kind of, we got about five more minutes. So we're going to go ahead and do a, um, a, a little segment called Gabin with Gabby. So we asked a couple over the last couple of weeks for students to shoot us an email, a DM, come by our office, uh, post to social media, any of those things, um, any kind of questions, concerns, challenges that they have been facing over here at Sac State um, or even as a student and you know we asked them just to submit those comments to us so that way you know we can help really kind of address some of those challenges that students are facing help be that representation for the student voice gabster what do you have for us today okay so i'm going to be completely transparent in saying these questions actually they did come from students but also they are individuals that are closely tied to ASI. Ah, okay. So they are people that sit on the Student Social Justice and Equity Council. They are people that, um, well, at least two of them are part of the ASI Board of Directors. But I think it's so funny. The majority of the questions that I was asked to answer on the air surrounded diversity. So I always thought diversity and inclusion were kind of I don't know, my, just my bag and maybe just a couple of other people that I'm I'm surrounded by. But diversity and inclusion definitely apply to everyone on this campus. Absolutely. We just talked about a bill about ethnic studies, an ethnic studies requirement. And that is that comes directly from how diverse our population is. Right. So I have questions that are specific to ASI. We're just going to answer one since I know we don't have enough time to answer all three. I do have three. Oh, shocking. Oh, right? that's so awesome. I, oh. I have some backup for next week. But keep, them, keep them coming, though. I, yes, that's my hope. Please, please send questions in. Thank you. Please, <laughs> please. Um, so the first one uh, and the only one that we're going to talk about today is what does diversity mean to ASI specifically? And this question came from somebody kind of looking for what does ASI mean to the individuals that are on the board? Oh, that's a really good question. So I don't know how many students know this, but ASI is actually a ton of programs that do a ton for the student body. Um, so when you ask what does diversity mean to ASI, it can be completely different from Peak Adventures to the Aquatic Center to the business office or the ASI student shop. Um, and just to give a couple of quick pieces about diversity in all of those spaces, Peak Adventures does a fantastic um, diversity in the outdoors panel. So they are focused on on things re revolving around ability in in the outdoors, and they have people that are experts in this area come out and talk to the um, CSUS campus about diversity in the outdoors. It's wonderful. Uh, then you go on to the ASI Student Shop, 
We have multicultural stoles up there that are right now hanging on a mannequin. So go check those out on the third floor, just around the corner from the government office. And for those who don't know what stoles are, because I, uh, truth be told, I didn't know what they were until I was thinking about graduation. They're the mm -hmm. little colorful scarf-looking things that hang down over your um, ceremonial gown for graduation. Yes, and there's there's a ton. So for ASI, we get an ASI stole, which is fantastic. But up at the ASI student shop, they have multicultural stoles. Um, I know that they sometimes, I believe, you can correct me if I'm wrong, that they have them for fraternities and sororities. Um, but when you're talking about diversity across all of these programs, you know, our student engagement and outreach office does a wonderful Feel Good Friday that just addresses diversity and stress level across campus. Like we're talking about so many different areas where diversity comes into play with ASI. But for your board of directors, I want you to know that all of us have diversity and inclusion um, on the forefront of our mind when we're making decisions for y'all, because by nature, Y'all are diverse and this institution is made to, or it's supposed to be inclusive. And that's what we work towards every day. And one of the things I really like about our, our board of directors in particular is that I feel like our board is a really great representation of the students that we serve. So we have an extremely diverse board of directors. Um, you have people from all different backgrounds, ethnicities, and, you know, cultures that have come together. And, you know, it's really nice to see that because then that, make, that makes us um, – accountable and able to represent, you know, various voices of our, of our, of our constituents. Absolutely. And I don't, I don't want anyone either to think that, um, I'm just saying this because, you know, I get to talk to the, the board of directors often. We all work in a room together, but you can also go and check out what our, um, our dedication to diversity looks like on our strategic priorities. They are online on the ASI website. Please go check them out. Diversity and inclusion are weaved into all of them. So I'll save the rest of the questions for next time. Thank you so much for actually asking questions and joining us today. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a good one. Yeah, and I, I really like the little game show. We got to do that thing again. Absolutely. It was a little, it, it did stress me out, but it was great. <laughs> She's like bent over the, you know, both of our contestants over here. Like, all right, we got to see who's who's speaking first. So you did a great job with that. But thank you. Everybody, definitely thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you again next time. <laughs>